there are a couple of stipulations, but they're they're uh, they're pretty simple, and they would be what you might expect. You want to be a member of the Lacrosse School Board. You got to live in the Lacrosse School District. That seems logical to me. What else? Dr. Lori Cooper Stoll is our guest on the Crosstalk School Board President. Lori, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Besides having to live in the district, what else is important for a school, a prospective school board member? Well, first, good morning to you as well, and thanks for having me on to, to talk about what are some important characteristics that I think school board members can bring to the board table. In addition to living within the district boundaries, some of the things that I think make excellent uh, characteristics for school board members are people who are passionate about public education, uh, people who share a commitment to equity in education, strong advocates for students and, and staff, certainly want people who are willing to express their uh, perspectives, but also a, a team player, um, someone who's committed to personal and professional development as board members, effective communicators. I, I could go on, but I think that these are some of the most important qualities that uh, board members can bring with them. What do you, when, when you talk with board members, you, is it uh, similar to when you're running for office? You run for office because you want to try and improve Something. There's an important aspect of I'm running for the city council because uh, because sidewalks are because the roads are bad, sidewalks are bad, business, whatever. There's a reason. Uh, what are the kind of reasons that bring an individual uh, to the school board to be a prospective member? It's a great question, and it's true that there are folks who run for office um, because they have a, a single issue that they feel passionate about. Ideally, my hope is that people come with um, a, a much broader vision of the direction and, and vision that, that they see. In this case, when it comes to public education, I'd have to say in my time on the school board, I can't point to any one issue that I've had someone approach me about. We've been very fortunate in that we've had people who are, uh, again, just passionate advocates for public education and ensuring that all students can uh, be successful. And I think that that is an excellent perspective to bring. We're also lucky to have people who sit around that board table with, um, or now virtually, I suppose, around the board table, who come from many different backgrounds. And those different backgrounds certainly help inform uh, policy decisions going forward. Very important uh, with that wide variety of uh, individual backgrounds of the board members, uh, being men or women, a, a person of color, uh, a parent of a child with special needs. They all bring some experience uh, to the table, the virtual Absolutely. table, and can speak to those issues because they're living it. Uh, does that make it easier or more difficult to look at that passionate uh, 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 a pitch from a board member and then you have to say, it's a, a great point, but we can't afford it, or for whatever, we can't do that. Sure. So, you know, I always point out that, you know, board members, first of all, the, the individual perspectives that they bring, not only from their own lived experiences, that also may include, the, you know, their occupational backgrounds that they bring with them as well. Um, I think that ultimately that benefits our, our district and our students and our, and our staff for sure. Um, and we have been 
fortunate, I think, in that in addition to board members being able to express those individual opinions, that we are able to come together ultimately to make a decision, whether individuals may agree at the time or not, but to speak as one board in support of and in advocacy of our, our students and our staff and our families. Well, it would be scary to me, uh, although I don't live in the La Crosse School District, it would be scary to me if every decision was unanimous. Absolutely. And, and I would say that um, there certainly are decisions that we make that are not unanimous. Um, but we understand that when the majority has spoken on a decision, that that is the decision of the board going forward, even though, again, individual members may may disagree. And that, that happens, and we want that dissent. We, we want to hear differing perspectives. Right, and I hope that the person or persons whose, uh, whose opinion or suggestion wasn't adopted by the rest of the school board won't go home grumpy, but go home and think, i got to figure out a way to make a better pitch. Clearly, they don't understand. Clearly, the school board doesn't get it. That's on me. It's my fault. They're not all stupid. I just couldn't figure out the best way to convince everybody that my way is the best way. So I got some work to do instead of the other way around. Well, we certainly would hope that board members, or all of us, are are self-reflexive in the perspectives that we're sharing with the the board. Um, But I would I would caution that you know (laughs) there could be other factors at work other than just not making an an effective pitch. Uh, Here's a question from a listener: Did anybody uh, run for the school board with a desire or a goal to eliminate? The SRO program, anybody bring that topic to the table that you're aware of? I know I am not aware of. All right. And uh, uh, the, I'll bet team player is your favorite attribute for a prospective board member. That from another listener. Are you looking for team players, uh, Lori, or are you looking for people who are going to bring their unique perspective and, uh, uh, and their, their history, their background to the table, regardless of whether you get along or not with everybody else? Well, I would say both, actually, right? Because we want people who feel that they have the support of the board to be able to to um, share that perspective. I think team player particularly comes in, again, on those decisions that you mentioned that may not be unanimous, right? right? So even if we may not agree, we've got to be able to go forward in order to, again, you know, do what's best for our students and, and our staff and our families. Right. Um, so I think, I think that's where that becomes a particularly valuable skill, not a team player and that you are going to agree with at the conclusion of every board member. There have certainly been votes that didn't necessarily go my way on the time on the board. But we also respect and understand our role as board members in um, advocating for the entire district. Right. Well, and the other, that, that one group that uh, didn't get uh, mentioned, I'll just mention them because a listener said, don't forget that there's 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 kids, there's parents, there's teachers, there's all the support, and there's taxpayers who make it all happen. Don't forget about taxpayers who don't necessarily have any skin in today's game because their kids are all old, but they're still paying. So, you know. well, One of the things I always point out is that whether or not one has children in the school district, whether or not you know those children have matriculated through the school district, as a community, we all have a vested interest in quality, thriving public schools. And school board members are absolutely required to be, you know, um, 
you know, uh, fiscally responsible, you know, public elected, you know, public servants when it comes to taxpayer dollars. Um, so, yes, I agree with that point. Absolutely. I appreciate you spending time with us this morning, Dr. Lori Cooper-Stoll, who said, just call me Lori.